0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Roses and Weeds. We have a really special episode for you today. Uh, Hello over there. Who are you?
1: Hi, my name is Sam Brady. It's great to be here.
0: Oh, my gosh. We're really reversing roles here. Uh, Well, so Sam and I, as you know, have real jobs that are outside of producing this podcast. Well, you know, uh, we do have real jobs with real work, (laughs) and we are not Always able to be here, and so we have been pulling in some people for some special episodes, and we're going to... We
1: got some, I think it's fair to call them interns. Yeah, some interns. We really wanted to get the frontline feel of the city of Tyler.
0: Exactly. And so we brought in these green interns, Mm -hmm. and we said... Guys, make a podcast.
1: I, I want to be clear. Their title on the show, Roses and Weeds, is intern. So, whatever else they do in their day job, I don't know about all that. But yeah. here at the Roses and Weeds, they're interns.
0: There is suddenly a hierarchy at the <laughs> Roses and Weeds. <laughs> Anyways, listeners, I am so excited to bring to you this interview. I want to say that um, our interns tried to make this podcast. Before. So, this is actually the second recording of this podcast. They had a technical error.
1: I think that. The audience is already on board with what happened by us having called these people interns. They're just like, okay, we get it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So this is their second recording, and I actually ended up sitting in with them on the second recording Uh to make sure that everything went a little bit more smoothly. (laughs) Yeah. But um, for all intents and purposes, pretend I'm not there. (laughs) Um, And they... Talk to me. I'm like I wasn't supposed to even be here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> so uh, you do have kind of the voice of God going as a as a as a production person in this particular episode because they're talking very conversationally, and then you're coming in hot radio voice straight on mic. Um, can we please do this? <laughs> <laughs> so you are inescapably present at times. You are parting the Red Sea in this one.
0: So for a very dated callback, uh, just refer to me now as Veronica Almighty. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go back and watch Bruce Almighty
1: now. Yeah, We should introduce the people to who these interns are, yes. just in case they happen to run them out in the, the day-to-day. And these people are new to this organization, so we really want to make sure they get all the encouragement they can. <laughs> we want our rising stars to go far in this organization, the Roses and Weeds.
0: Exactly. So our two, I guess, so what they end up doing in this podcast is a rapid fire question. So they're really just trying to feel out, you know, what these interns do in their day jobs. And so we have two interviewers and one of them is Stephanie Franklin, managing director at the City of Tyler. Returning guest. Returning guest, guest of the show, mm-hmm. friend of the show. Friend of the show. And Heather Nick, also a managing director at the City of Tyler. And then, of course, our greenest intern of all, Ed Broussard, city manager. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, these are just their day jobs. They're really aspiring to something else here on the Roses and Weeds. We're excited to have them on board as interns.
1: And we want to see them go far. So if yeah. you happen to see these people out in the wild, tell them to stick it with it and that that someday these careers will really turn into something on oh, the radio Boys, They're
0: going to have mad podcasting skills. So (laughs) we're really excited. And all joking aside, we were really excited to have um, three of these awesome people in the studio recording something that I thought was really fun to take part in. And they really had such a great time with it that they weren't able to stick to our 30 minute limit no 30 minutes or less guys (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so they weren't able to stick to that but all of the content I think is really fun yes so um, we're actually going to split this up into a two-parter for you so this is part one rapid fire questions with the city manager
2: Welcome to the studio, Ed Broussard, the big dog in charge of the city of Tyler. Yes, and we're going to go ahead and start off with some rapid fire questions. First off, Superman or Batman?
3: We'll go with Superman. All right. But you didn't give me Spider-Man, so that was... Well, he, here's I got the that thing. as a choice. We could have gone with Wait that. a
2: minute. So you what? mean if I say Superman or Spider-Man...
3: I'll go with Spider-Man. Of course. There we
2: go. Yeah. All right. So if you could have a superpower, what would it be?
3: Oh, superpower, what would it be? The thing that I guess if I had a superpower, it would be to destroy things. Ooh. You know, it's one of those where oftentimes, especially in this business, we have derelict properties that we try to have to figure out how do we get these torn down, or you've got the state has certain rules about how is the train, I got to stop? No? Okay. It's good. See, it's. Y'all, it's y- you y'all that keep too. looking to Veronica now <laughs> to say, Veronica, what can we do? Look, just Veronica's so just letting us be us. Just for our a,
4: audience, this is take two. We yes. have to have Veronica in here to Veronica supervise. is empowering
3: us to do our job, which yeah. really with the city of Tyler That's right. is what it's all about. But yeah. back to my yeah. superpower of destruction. Yes. It is we have oftentimes have to then you know, go through different processes and it takes sometimes forever to get derelict properties torn down. And this is and this is actually a thing that I've been wishing a it's superpower for about right two here. decades <laughs> is the ability just sometimes to just either through heat vision just you know knocking stuff down just to have that ability just to to tear down sometimes derelict structures then I got to figure out how do I get, get that's, rid That's of that that's really but,
4: cute your superpower is going to fix this city well I that like sounds it. like destroying the well, city
2: derelict <laughs> properties okay. just derelict
3: properties derelict okay, properties just, yeah my yeah. powers are are no good for for improving things
2: True but you know they sound like cathartic.
3: It does sound cathartic. Smashing some
2: stuff up. I like it.
3: Tell me you haven't gone by just some properties and gone, I wish I had the ability just to vaporize that with my...
2: I uh,
4: definitely have. There we go. Sometimes I think, I wish I had a lawnmower... To, m- to mow the okay. yard.
3: That sounds like an incredible but, superpower.
4: But the power
3: of lawn mowing.
4: Trim the bushes and mow the yard. So I'm I'm down to basics Your single. finger would be like
3: Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> your hands would turn into like. Wow. As far as to trim up the trees. I would like and stuff.
4: that cause I like to garden So I, I would be into that. All right. So let's talk about let's let's talk about city management for okay. a minute. We have some fun stuff. We're gonna, we're get, gonna real, get serious. Intermingle, right? but we're gonna get real. Okay. If not city management, what would you do for a career?
3: So Let's start not, there. Well, that's you know that's a tough one. Unfortunately, it's something that my wife and I have conversations about, and we have I have not been able to give her a good answer on either because as she looks for you know as retirement gets kind of closer rather than further. Yeah, she's like this, well, let's, you know, what's this next stage of our lives kind of thing, as she thinks about in the next decade or more. And My thing is, I didn't know there was a next stage. I love city management. It has been just such a joy. I've been a city manager since 2001. I have loved every minute of it, every day of it. Even on the bad days, there's always something good and fun that's about being in city management and working in in municipal government. And so I really don't know what I'd be doing different.
4: People often wonder, so what's a typical day like for a city manager? What you know, what the, happens in the day of?
3: The great thing about being a city manager is there is no typical day. It can start off with just basic weirdness and end in basic weirdness <laughs> at the same time. You know, I can go from everything of from dealing with just police issues or... Fire issues, or something that's happening at the library, and in my day yesterday with a bomb, notification of a bomb threat, and then of what we're doing to take care of that situation. Heather clearly uh, has a perplexed. Uh, it's yeah. not at Heather's Nobody facility. Me in.
2: She does doesn't. Head? She doesn't read the newspaper or the Twitter. No, I tried to look. Uh, at That's the, right. She does not read the Twitter. I, I did try to look at, up something last night because I have a feeling I know where this happened. Because somebody told me about all the police vehicles. Downtown? Yes, it was downtown. See, I was trying to find out what it was, but it, they they didn't ha- they hadn't reported on it yet. So what happened?
3: There was a bomb threat.
2: Okay, well, that's it. Okay. <laughs> at KLTV Studio. Yes. Oh, okay. See, I didn't know if it, it was at the bank, uh, where it was on that block. No, what
3: yes. Yeah. So, I mean, and, yeah. I just, I,
2: you get all those text messages. This is
3: how our, our podcast lasts to an hour.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, hey, breaking news. There was a bomb threat yesterday. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
3: Actually, when this airs, it'll be about a month ago. But, okay, true. Still, your your heart's in the right place.
2: Okay. Well, I'm glad you told me because I really wanted to know what happened.
3: Well, but, and, you know, to to finish off, though, Stephanie's question, because I think there is, with city management, you are talking about some of just kind of, you work on issues that are kind of, you know, criminal justice you are working on issues of fairness of pay and you're working on issues like how do you get the toilets to flush over at the parks <laughs> it is it is a wide range of thought which is a wonderful thing for me because it just it allows me to just work on and think about different things throughout the day there is no there is no such day as a monotonous day working for the city of tyler
4: as city manager a That's city right. manager. That's Probably right. Probably for you guys. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Boring lives.
2: No, we don't produce anything anymore either. <laughs> we we produce magic. That's right. So okay, the magic. So, well, you know, you you've talked about how you've been a city manager since 2001. But what I think we want to know is, when you were growing up, what did you think you wanted to do when you when you came into the world?
3: You know, as I was growing up, either being an astronaut or veterinarian oh. uh, were the two things, but. The veterinarian thing looked like you had to maybe kind of, you know, actually doctor and kind of you know get inside the animals, and I was like, eh, that's not really the thing. And so then (laughs) there's the I'm gonna pass (laughs) out. And then there's the astronaut piece. I was like, this is really exciting, but it also required science and math, and I was like, you know, Mm. there's got to be something else in the world besides that science and math. And so that's where kind of was able to hey lucked into city management as time went on. Where
0: well, others solve problems with science and math <laughs>
3: <laughs> You can hire those people
2: That's right, you sure can yeah. He relies on <laughs> others to do that That's right? right Well, speaking of, I guess, outer space So, uh, this next question comes from Michael Howe
3: Good segue, by the way uh, I like yeah.
2: that Yeah So, given uh, the choice between giving Jabba the Hut a bath Or see a horror movie with Jar Jar Binks What would you choose?
4: Hmm. I don't know who any of these people are. Oh, Stephanie! <laughs> I know if it. If you
3: had to guess, then Stephanie, not knowing either of oh, those, yeah. I think which th- one I you do know
4: of the Hutt's a little cutie oh. thing on Star Wars. Okay, no,
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> Would you please describe cutie? <laughs> yeah,
2: please.
0: Yeah. he's What
4: like, does look like? He's like layers of layers of, layers of
2: things. <laughs> <Kinda laughs> Ooh. No? Like, well, kind of like kind. Well, well. Like, like I mean, layers I'm trying of, kind of fat and blubber, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pull thing. up a picture of you, Jabba the Hutt you, oh, for you right now. Y'all yeah. ever heard Jabba the Hutt described that way?
3: No. It's been a long no, time since never.
2: I've seen <laughs> Star Wars. I don't
3: know that you ever have. Isn't he I'm in like, the just... first one? No. He... Well, okay. Now you just really get but into where it. I derailed the
4: whole
2: thing. If
3: you're talking Phantom Menace, ja, ja, he Beeps, was. But if we're talking or... about the first one, right. he yeah, originally he on wasn't.
2: Too. Cute. Do you know how massive oh and gross goodness. he is? Definitely. You know how big
3: he is. We're gonna have to talk to you about just yeah. your...
2: That's it. Yeah. He's not this <laughs> size. He's not small. He's not like fit in your pocket size. That he's monstrous and gross. Okay. And he want a bath. <laughs> yeah. So, is it bath time or is it movie time?
3: It's gonna be movie time. You know, Jar Jar. For all the grief Jar Jar's gotten, he's well deserves it. Sitting there next to Jar Jar, and you got to understand: once you're once you're into it, you're like. This guy is, you know, is Jar Jar Binks. I can sit here and pick, actually pick on Jar Jar Binks while we're watching the movie, and that's often, especially, you know, for me and and for my family, we are very proud of our ability to master the art of sarcasm. You know, it's one of my proudest moments still is as a as a father with my oldest child, and we were at, we were at Disney World, and some other kid that we had no idea who these people were. They were having the kid was having a breakdown, and the father grabbed her and goes you know, you are just, you're special. You're one of a kind. And my oldest son leaned over to me and goes, yeah, just like everybody else. <laughs> and I thought to myself, that's my boy. Beautiful. So to sit next to Jar Jar and to be able to just, you know, use my art of sarcasm on Jar Jar as he watches the horror movie, that to me, I mean, that, this actually sounds like the best time ever. <laughs> we have got to make this happen now.
2: <laughs> Let's see what we can do about that. We'll talk to Michael Howe. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
3: Michael yeah. Howe now has to dress up like Jar Jar right. Binks and act like him, and we're going to go to the movies.
4: That's right.
2: <laughs> I bet he could do it. He probably would. Uh, um, so, so what is something that uh, blew your mind recently? What did, you, did you learn about something that recently just blew your mind?
3: Here's something that I was just kind of astounded by, and I had, don't know how I had never noticed it before. I had gone back and re- rewatched Jaws about maybe a few weeks ago, and the second part of Jaws we all remember very well. It's I'm essentially. Just a, it's I'm the, wondering where
2: this is going. Do you
3: not know where Jaws? You don't I know, do where know Jaws, Jaws is. I, Would you like,
2: describe Jaws
4: as cute?
3: Yes. No. <laughs> That's a good question. No,
4: he's bloody teeth and giant and
3: scary. No. So I'm watching Jaws, and the first half of that, I come to a realization. The first half of Jaws is actually a really a just. A, an incredible study in municipal government and the difficulties we have with resource allocations, with the the, the power of politics and having to work through that, through tourism, its mm-hmm. economic development. Yep. You have all of these different factors coming together during the first half of JAWS. And especially if people are like, you know, what is, you know, what is it like to work in city government? You know, people always go to parks and rec. People go to those types of things go to JAWS. Mm -hmm. JAWS with Mayor Larry and the struggle that Mayor Larry has and uh, Chief Brody that they are, as they are trying to find this balance about safety versus the ability for a community to thrive, that is an incredible story.
2: Don't laugh, Stephanie, because now I feel validated I am not the only one that has thought about this about JAWS. Yes. Seriously? Seriously. The first half of JAWS
3: is actually a study on local government.
2: And this blew Ed's mind. Well,
3: well, when was did you ever even think about that? No, okay, but it's blowing my mind
4: right now that, it, that yes. the both of you, boom, watched jaws and were like, I can relate this to city government. Oh, yeah. I, know. I felt
1: bad for. I've him. known Mayor no, Larry. No, it is before.
3: true. It is you know? true. There We've is had a... mayor Larry's in our lives before. <laughs> you know, thankfully not now. But it is one to where if you have you have probably one time in your life have worked for a mayor Larry. Yes, he may not have been mayor. He could have been just a supervisor could have been some, and you've had a, you've had a Chief Brody yeah, uh, Yeah. who was like, we got to shut down those beaches. Yeah. And you know. Save lives.
2: Yes. And you're like, eh, lives. I got to keep the money coming in. Yeah.
3: Because what, (laughs) where is that balance? Because safety is always something you have to kind of figure (laughs) out, but if you don't have the money to run your town, guess what, uh, Chief Brody? You don't have that extra deputy, you know? That's right. Exactly.
4: Yeah. I like it. It's good. I think we need to, we need to make sure our employees know this and we need to do like a, Talk on Jaws. There's like a story to be had here. And then the second half really becomes that odyssey of if
3: you're as a public servant and you're having to redeem yourself and to be able to be just because of, because we've all made mistakes. We've all have those problems that we've run into and of trying to find that. And now that one actually does get into more of a metaphorical, philosophical statement on just what does it mean for on that second half. But first half is just straight up, you know, politics and resource development.
4: That's awesome. Okay, moving on. Speaking of resource development, what's your advice to a new leader?
3: Oh, my advice to a new leader is to listen to the people you're working with. Find out what do they know? What are they doing? And really, because a lot of people just jump in and say, okay, I'm the new leader in charge. Here's what we're going to do. Here's my way. But in order to really understand and to be able to lead people, you have to know who they are and you have to be able to figure out what's what is the best way to kind of help, you know, train them, push them, motivate them. You know, it's one of those things where oftentimes when you come into a, an organization, a lot of people are like, OK, well, here's what the culture is going to be. The culture is already there. Uh, you've got to understand what is that culture? What is the way to develop that culture and to work with that organization in order to really make sure that it is running at its most efficiency that it can? And so you've got to take that time to listen to and talk to and know who it is that you're working with.
4: So how would you describe your leadership style?
3: I often look at mine as participatory. You know, it kind of equates oftentimes municipal government, especially municipal government administration, to almost like a football team. One time at another place I was working, you know, I had a council member that she was like, you know, I, I want to be there, you know, when they have development meetings. I want to be there at the development meetings. When we're talking about streets, I want to be there as, in those meetings uh, when they're talking about my district. And I had to kind of pull her back a little bit to say, put it in context of this. Essentially, if you look at you know, using just kinds of a football team, it's hey, it's the fall, it's that type of that time of year. You've got essentially the citizens of your community own the team, and then you have a group of representatives that are that represent the owners of the team, and that is your city council. And then that city council, as the board of directors for that team or the owners of the team, they then hire a CEO such as myself to be to to manage and to coach this team. And then he, there's other coaches, such as you guys, who are working on and trying to get the organization to make sure it's at its peak efficiency. And then you've actually got the players out on the field. And those players are your police officers. Those are your parks workers. You know, your quarterback sometimes is going to be that guy who's driving that solid waste truck, which is, equates to a, the weight of a tank. And so think about this. The guy's driving a tank down city streets that have cars on them daily Daily. uh, with a shifting load in the back that's moving back and forth and yet never has an accident. I mean, that's a superstar right there. And so you've got these guys who are actually out on the fields and playing. And so our job is to make sure you get their feedback, you understand what it is that they need in order to get their jobs done, as well as making sure they know what the plays are. That's our jobs as coaches. That's where we are kind of working with them to make sure that they are able to use the skills to the best they need. They've got the tools that they need to get the job done. We understand where they're seeing different problems. And then we help develop as far as strategies to help them overcome those so they can get their jobs done. So you kind of look at that as kind of the whole, you know, as the whole team participating together in order to accomplish the mission of the city.
4: One thing we haven't talked about is Ed's and Aggie.
3: Whoop. <laughs> I try to do that to where I wouldn't break the, it was kind of a little weak one, but again, I don't know the, the, the power of these Speaking microphones. Speaking of
4: football and teams, for all of you listeners, Ed is an Aggie, and he has a new coach, Jimbo yep. Fisher. They are playing Clemson this weekend, coming up. How yeah, do you feel about the game? It's a shame this did not
3: work out last time yeah. for where we played <laughs> Northwest State. State. It's Northwestern wow. State.
4: That's <laughs> Natchitoches. Yes. from Natchitoches. Yes.
2: This is where you've lost me. So. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. You're, um, side-lined. Yeah, you're sidelined. Yeah. See, yeah. It's a, anyway, so, so I had that
3: one. You were asking me how it, and I was right. going, "Hey, we'll see how it goes." Well, We've got to
4: only look forward. Okay. We're looking forward. Uh, I, I, Clemson.
3: Amen, sister. So you got Clemson. <laughs> I don't know how this is going to be. Jimbo, we're, this is the test. This is you it. Yeah. It's been a. It's a rebuilding year, as it has been for us for like a decade or so. And so we're gonna, we're gonna see how it does. Yeah. It's. It's a big weekend. It is a big weekend, you know, but you got to, you got to believe. <laughs> if you don't believe, who will?
2: I pass the witness. All it? right. So when you're not watching or <laughs> attending a football game, <laughs> what's, your, what's your favorite place to visit in Tyler?
3: Ooh, well, I guess the football stadiums. No, no, <laughs> joking. <laughs> uh. So the, my favorite place to visit in Tyler is our trails. We have such incredible trails here in Tyler and it's whether it be the Rose Rudman Trail, or even just sometimes our sidewalks that lead through our different neighborhoods, and sometimes the streets are big enough. Sometimes you don't even need sidewalks; you just walk and and you have and you're able to enjoy kind of the different architecture you see, the different style of neighborhoods and the communities. And Tyler has such wildlife that actually still runs through its city over near my house. Come about eight o'clock, it's, it's like you're in Austin. The number of bats <laughs> that are flying around, yeah. And so, well, until the one that was rabid was found a couple of weeks ago. Oh. But still, don't they, touch. Yeah, no one, none of them have actually ever tried to, touch to, the to, to, to bite me yet. So <laughs> or
4: Ed, Ed often complains about the snakes at Rose Redmond oh, Trail, yes. yeah. which
2: that's nature. That's a nature. No, it's park. not nature. It's oh. you <laughs> know,
3: St. <Saint> Patrick <laughs> was able to get rid of them in Ireland, and oh. I don't know why we don't have a St. Patrick of te- of. of Heck, just Rose Rudman Trail. So last time, that's I, able to drive the snakes away. I
4: mentioned away. Ed needs to put mothballs in his pockets <laughs> and throw them out <laughs> while he's
2: at the trail.
3: You know, and oddly enough, that would not be the weirdest thing that you would see on the trail.
2: That's oh, probably. My that's, gosh, but I don't think I want to know. That's why he likes to go. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's true. When a guy at night comes out of the bushes and goes, "Watch out for the copperheads," you're like, "Thank you, I appreciate you, scary man, coming out of the bushes." <laughs> To warn me about that, because I, too, am frightened by the copperheads. Not a scary man. I'm actually oh my cool gosh. with that, because he gave me a message of warning.
4: I can't even imagine what's at the mountain bike trails.
3: <laughs> you wait until it's fall, and they're in hibernation. That's then, right. Then you go.
4: Cold weather. Mm. Not that we want our listeners to ever be scared of our trails.
3: No, because I tell you what, I, I have gone fantastic. on Legacy Trail as an inspections. <laughs> Can't see them doing the quotes on inspections, but as an inspection, they can hear it in your voice. Thank you, (laughs) man. And I tell you what; those are those are incredible. And I'm waiting. I'm excited about when we're going to finish out the one over there on Old Jacksonville. So they continue with that work. But that has just been. That is such an in kind of motivating sight when you're walking down those trails, especially one of the newer ones where you can kind of see the elevation as you're going down and kind of check out the woods ahead of you and as you walk by one of the old cemeteries. It's really, I mean, we really have an incredible trail system and they continue to expand upon it and having, you know, the intentions of continuing to even build on it further and further in the years to come.
4: All right. So, favorite podcast?
3: Favorite podcast. Now mm-hmm. you know the last time we did this, y'all made fun of me because God, of how we keep referring to the last nerdy. Time. Well, but it's important that I think that it's, right. uh, it's known it's that just Shame. y'all Shame. are y'all are mean, um, and y'all made fun of me for my last ones. And you know what? I'm not. I'm still gonna go there. I don't care how nerdy okay. you think I am. Great, Malcolm Gladwell's uh, Revisionist History is still in, and y'all have gotten my emails. Uh, those are managers' messages where I'm like, y'all need to listen to this. This is good. Yes, this will make you think. And I've never had a single one you of you yet come up links. to me to say, you hey, know I'm what, you're right that. at, because I know you're not listening. But I'm telling <laughs> you, Malcolm Gladwell's Revisionist History was, for the past two seasons, was really incredible. And um, it is, it's interesting just to take different moments in especially American history or just different things that we sometimes take for granted and look at them in a different context and to really understand the full impact that we still live with today. One of my favorites was just, and this one, this one sometimes may be a little bit controversial. He looked at just at private golf courses in California, especially in the Los Angeles area, and then you equate that to the amount of park space that they then have in the Los Angeles area and the lack of park space. And it's it's a, just an interesting study in that the amount of kind of sometimes the investments, public investments even, in golf courses versus those park projects and people looking for areas to the very things we were talking about trails and and the ability to just get out and enjoy nature without having to pay a fee to enjoy it and you know that's the nice thing about Tyler is you look at that and go how can we make sure that we don't kind of get stuck sometimes in those situations while we have wonderful beautiful golf courses we also have still quite a bit of free enjoyable nature for our people and our communities to enjoy.
4: I like how Ed always brings it back to the public servant, city manager. Because that's what it's all about, it. man. It's in his it blood. You he can't it's, help it. We He's a born a, natural. You know,
3: it's we don't we, you know, we don't live separate from each other. Uh, that's true. Eventually, in life, you're you're always going to end up uh, kind of meeting up with somebody else, and eventually, for communities form.
4: So when the Ed listens to music, is it Pandora or Spotify?
3: I was going to be Spotify.
4: Spotify, I'm a Pandora listener. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is about Spotify. All you kids are listening to Spotify. Well, the
3: Pandora. What is? I mean, that just seems like maybe. Anyway,
2: what is (laughs) it too random for you?
3: Well. Okay, yeah. one. Well, you yes. gotta thumbs up How things. That's... Do
4: you,
2: you do thumbs yeah, up yeah. things yeah, on I Spotify? Thought... Oh yeah. Well,
3: oh, yeah. I don't know. No. Okay. No, that's the problem. Are y- y- do the y- I have, like? Okay, this is now getting really deep. This is getting here. real, uh, do, real. Y- do you have like paid subscriptions to each? Or are you just t- using the free piece? Oh, free. Yeah. Free. Oh.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> Look I get the I thumbs up that's... songs and he's like, yeah, that's, that's
3: your the problem. reason. Yeah, you gotta have. You gotta. If so you really I'm, want to get the full use out of it, you gotta pay for it. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, we
2: I'm being shamed from that. Look, we're right providing right you free trails
3: and free parks. Use some of that money to ins- <laughs> to to invest in good music.
4: Amazon Amazon Prime's oh, free music, commercial free.
3: Okay, yes. But still we, for I'm hoping to it's, it's almost they're like sponsor y'all are still this. stuck on radio. I haven't oh, I mean, I don't oh, even it's oh. uh, and we may have to edit that not to infinity. What's any of the our last song you listened to? The last song I listened to? Yeah. Ooh, that actually is a good question. Check
2: out your phone and oh, see you, what's Oh, you can in tell it. on Spotify the last thing you listened to?
3: Well, it's either that or what my youngest son had. No. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes
4: not not it, with my free. Yeah, Pandora moves on to the next one. Uh, so now. the
3: last song I listened to was Last Night on Earth by U2. Apparently oh. it was just kind of one uh, random piece there. But yeah, the only downside on Spotify is you can only have one user at a time. So when there's... Your family, oh, you're
0: sharing it with the fam. You can upgrade for three additional dollars and get up to six accounts. I just did it for all of the kids.
3: Get out of here, yeah. Oh, it's really. a really big, big deal, yeah. yeah. But the really, okay, so that <laughs> way, yeah, because my <laughs> they're yeah, my, just in their own conversation. My, my youngest son and I, we still fart, fight, you know, we you just end up, edit you know, that. kind edit of, that. of, yeah, <laughs> <I> no. <know>. <laughs>
0: No. They, <laughs>
2: still they
0: still fart awesome. and fight. <laughs> they still fart and
2: fight over. But face. we still
3: end up fighting over yeah. Uh, you can solve
0: awesome. that for
3: $3. And like can <laughs> my if if I if, if, yeah, here. if we're doing like a race or something, I mean, like a 5K or half marathon or something like that. Yeah, it's like one of us has to agree. Okay, one of us is going to use iTunes. Ed's yeah, it's it's like
4: okay, okay,
2: I'll listen no, to my historical awesome. podcast. This is a
0: transformational yes. moment.
2: It, it really is. Good. There we go. Your son is going to be so happy. Oh wow. I know. Well, Thank goodness we did a double take of this thing. I know. See, it was meant to be. It was. Changing lives here. Okay, yeah. I think right. my favorite color.
3: My favorite color is blue.
2: All right. That's a typical thing. I have a,
0: a follow-up question for oh. us. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Which shade of blue and why?
3: Hmm. Oh. See, I usually just go with just <laughs> straight out blue. Because you can kind of go up and down the spectrum off of there. That's yeah. not a
0: favorite color. That's a favorite spectrum.
3: It's then I have a favorite spectrum. Maybe I just is it Caribbean blue? How I have to be specific blue? for favorite? Because you like Caribbean blue color waters. off. of. Cerulean what, blue. Are you talking? What are you going? <laughs> to? Cerulean
0: I'm like snooze. Is like the Facebook good. snooze yes. for 30 You're making eggs. a statement when you say cerulean oh, blue.
2: Wait, what's the what's the color? It's cerulean blue. If if you're a fan boy or girl, you're gonna know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm whoa okay just put Man. it out
3: there stephanie now i finally on i understand what you feel like i <laughs>
4: have no idea finally you're on my
2: um, i
3: understand my yeah where stephanie franklin comes yes.
2: from yes i don't know heather's gonna send you guys a link to talk it'll about. be in your email yeah
3: <laughs> is uh, it a doctor who thing because that's the one no, thing i do not care not. for is it like
2: walking dead no <laughs> no it's all i'll good. give you one more guess it's a little older jaws yeah. no okay <laughs> you fail well it's that pretty Sicilian blue water? I said cerulean. Oh, cerulean. <laughs> X Files. Oh. Veronica knew. Well,
3: it, you know, it's some of us haven't watched the X Files for like two decades.
2: 1990. <laughs> no, it stayed with me. Oh. There was something about that okay. episode. Wow. There's also a
0: very good reference to it in The Devil Wears Prada. Oh, oh
2: and that movie I've is never one seen. of my favorite movies. In
4: case y'all so. didn't see, because you're not in a studio, Heather just snapped it out. <laughs> Love that movie, <laughs> *Devils Wear
2: Prada*. Devil, devil, devil. <laughs> devil's wear Prada. You love that movie? All of a I have she never something very sinister. I like that movie. I love that. All one. right, okay. Favorite band all time.
3: You know, favorite band of all time. Oddly enough, I was just listening to was *You Too*. Uh-huh. So now it just feels like I'm kind of repeating you know, yourself. Yes.
2: Edit that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm kidding. No, just um, that was good. Board game.
3: Favorite board game: *Settlers of Catan*. And now that my friend Veronica oh, of course is in here, she. Knows. I don't have to then sit around with you two going, is that a real thing? Are you making that up? <laughs> Does nobody no. play
4: Uno anymore? I mean, <laughs> what? <laughs> that's a
2: card game. game oh, board game. game, Yeah. All right. But no. Specific. I said board, oh, said board game. game. Oh, Settlers of Catan
3: is a board game. All right. So so that'll be- So that's. Or Risk, yes.
4: or Clue, hmm. Battleship, anything. Nope. nope. Those nope. are still for sale in the United States. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think I got, I actually got a trivia game at a yard sale about too long ago. <laughs> I <laughs> well, like please that. bring
2: that in so yeah. we can play it on the air. I right? would really enjoy that. Right? Speaking uh, so, of trivia, Ed, what is the like category that you would just kill in trivia?
3: History. Oh, I oh am, are you shocked? I am no, Mr. No. History. No. When I was in high school, just because of my knowledge of Native American Tribes, customs, all of this stuff. I was on the academic decathlon team just because of that piece of knowledge that I had. Well, there's other stuff, too. But that one was, they were like, you know, hey, Native American stuff, you stick it up there. Because I was Mr. History. could tear it up. That's I could cool. tear it up.
4: So what's the one thing you really want to achieve
1: in life? Mm, to make this podcast actually work
4: <laughs> hey that's hurt that oh, wow. that doesn't feel good in your heart i bet <laughs> since the first one
3: sometimes know. So, he likes to be sarcastic if, yes, he enjoys it. i, I do enjoy it but sometimes you need goals and you need to be have goals yeah. that you set and that you can achieve so you can this was
4: this. like a thought-provoking like big
3: big what thing what do you want to achieve what do i want to achieve well i mean i'm a city manager my job is to not only, not only my job but it is my passion is to improve this community every day. My thing is, how do I make the lives of the people of Tyler better in both the short run and the long run? How do we improve our services? How do we make sure that that their lives are such that they don't even notice us coming up behind them to make sure that everything was was working perfectly? Or maybe we're ahead of them and working perfectly.
4: (laughs) And what are you most excited about right now?
3: What I'm most excited about right now is, I think, really what we're doing with downtown. You know, we've got incredible things going on all throughout the city, and especially if you look at, like, Hillside Park and the renovations going on over there and just what was accomplished at Bergfeld Park. You look at just uh, just a lot of the new developments that are going in in the South Tyler as well as a lot of the stuff we're doing kind of with some of the just kind of revitalization that we're trying to do with North Tyler. But really downtown and the heart of downtown, I love urban communities, and especially with our downtown and the amount of private investment that's going on, uh, with the amount of new residential that's coming in, um, the, 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 the restaurants, and it, is, it has really been, it's an incredible time to be in Tyler, um, and especially to be able to work downtown and to see and to be part of kind of the renaissance that's going on.
4: I'm, you know, I'm a downtown I I spend most of my time downtown because I talk about I can't get outside of my radius. (laughs) So I can't go very far from where my house is to entertainment. (laughs) (laughs) So downtown's in my radius. And um, man, downtown has changed in the last, what, 17 years I've been around the city. It is crazy how much is in just a short time, really the last five years or so. It's come a long way.
3: And the neat thing is, just when you look at the plans and some of the properties that have been purchased and what their intents are, uh, the next five to ten years is going to be even more incredible. And so it is. there's always something that is fun and going on downtown. I mean, there's something going on in the square right now. I don't know what it is, but it looks like maybe a food truck. It's got music blaring. Uh, I'm like, this looks like something that's fun and cool. Now, I had another thing to get to, this thing. Uh, so I was not <laughs> able to stop, but there was a good-sized crowd that was there.
4: And it wasn't a bomb threat.
3: No, that was yesterday.
2: And this is downtown, too.
4: <laughs> yeah. The, hey, by the way, the that's Innovation, right. innovation pipeline, pipeline. Shout out to the Innovation yeah. Pipeline. It a is. A great place to create.
3: It, that's a great slogan.
4: Oh. That Uh-oh. just came right out. Natural talent. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> 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 it just came right out.
2: <laughs> so, uh, did you or do you currently have a nickname?
3: Hmm. Well, there's Ed. Is short for Edward.
2: Doesn't count. Nope. No, not accepting that answer. No. Do you? You
3: ain't, you ain't family, so.
4: <laughs> oh, oh, Sammy! Oh, We're gonna have to there's give a phone Sa- call. To yeah, make. we'll get back there to our listeners go. with that. Any nickname,
3: in,
2: like grade school or high school? That you're well
3: they, there is a familial nickname. Um, nobody ever in my family gets, uh, at least especially the males, have ever really gone by the name or been somehow their nickname has always been different than what their actual names are. Uh, and so for my grandfather and father were both Bill. Now their names are Edward Alexander's as well. So there is no <laughs> William or Bill. Anyway, so <laughs> I will that just that give that as kind of the, the weird, weird thing. And so, yeah, it is. There is a familial nickname uh, that my parents have but it is
4: not to be spoken yeah, in this studio it's... yeah,
3: yeah hey, blood. Hey. our Sorry.
4: goal now
2: to find out find out the nickname <laughs> best of luck
4: mission accepted <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm good at stopping it so. oh <laughs> Heather will have the answer probably by tomorrow oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: so uh, Pepsi or Coke
3: uh, Coke um, although Fresca used to be my drink of choice for the longest time still is I do like myself a good Fresca
2: interesting favorite food
3: Favorite food is Tex-Mex. It is, it's it, queso. Anything that yeah, you can put queso on. Not um. It is that's that's the place to be.
4: <laughs> what um? Okay, this is for our employees. We got to get serious. Okay, what's the best advice you would give new employees?
3: Ooh, best advice mm-hmm. to give new employees is to f- make sure you find passion in what you're doing. Spend time to understand whats what it is that you are doing as far as to, on the greater good for the city of Tyler. How, what is your part in kind of that bigger world that's going on? Because everybody that we have, all of our employees, are playing different roles that ultimately make up this incredible organization, incredible city. And also look to look and learn um, in other different areas. You know, that's, that's the great thing about working for a city is we don't provide produce any one thing you have we we run airports and we run parks we run solid waste we run landfills we also run police and we run dispatch and we run fire we run innovation pipeline we have all of these different jobs do we have planning we have downtowns we are doing all of these different things to benefit the community and you don't ever have to just be stuck in your one box uh our buddy veronica here starts it started with the library and then worked her way up and then became a city youth uh, trainer and kind of over that program. And then now she's over the innovation pipeline, especially nowadays with so many young people it kind of are are wanting to continue to grow and not be confined in any one thing. This is a great organization to be in that you can grow into different things if you're willing to really as far as work towards it and, and push yourself. Beautiful. Hi. <laughs> hey. It's a beautiful organization. It's a beautiful it's a, organization. The city of Tyler is a beautiful thing. It is. We have great employees. We do.
2: Talented and great employees. So what, what's one thing people would be surprised to know about you? Hmm.
3: One thing people would be surprised to know about me. I can grow a, a... I am an incredible grower of tomatoes and jalapenos. And so I've got, you know, the backyard garden that each year seems to be a different thing is working with. And so, in fact, with the... Before I moved inside the loop, we were living down at South Tyler, and I actually took over some of the property behind my fence <laughs> and began growing <laughs> You're uh, share tomatoes. You're yeah, a sharecropper yeah, sharecropper back there. Just, you know, nobody else was using it, so I started growing tomatoes and jalapenos back there. But, yeah, i, I still got my farmer roots to have carried with me all these times.
4: What's the most important thing missing in the world right now?
3: Hmm. That's a deep question right there. We go,
4: we go light, we go hard. We go yeah. light, we go hard. There you go. you yeah, I've got yeah. a strategy. Yeah. There
3: you go. The most important thing missing from the world today is our ability to listen to each other. Now, I'm not saying, you know, oftentimes people equate that, well, you just want me to change my mind. And I would often, my argument back to that is, I don't, I don't want anybody to change. I mean, it's, if minds are changed, then fine. But if you have a belief, then listening to somebody else shouldn't compromise your belief. What you're doing though is you're better understanding who that person is, and if you have an opinion, well, it may change your opinion. But you know what? That's okay. Uh, opinions can be modified and evolved th- throughout your life. If you still have the same opinion on what things were from when you were five years old to when you now, when you're 45 or years old, then you know you really never grew. And so, listening to and understanding other people and where they're coming from and why they may approach an issue in a certain way or the why they may think about something in a certain way is is crucial and often like i said it's people i think sometimes get too confused with you know if i have to if i have to sit and listen to somebody with somebody that i don't agree with then i'm going to have to you know they're expecting me to change who i am and my thing is no you don't nobody has to change who they are but you better you should be learning and understanding who they are because you want that same level of respect from them as they want from you and so You know, just the ability to kind of sit back and to be able to hear and understand people, I think, is something we could all be doing more of.
4: I think, too, you know, people just you have a perspective on things. Not you're not always going to agree with people. But now it's like if, if you don't agree with, you know, someone out in the world there's consequences.
3: You know, one of my favorite <laughs> well, there are serious consequences. <laughs> I mean, but one of my favorite stories <laughs> that I go back to especially as a city manager is we used to have a guy in another city that I worked for where he would call in regularly and he'd berate employees and he oh. would he was well, the story gets better. Okay, so don't tell I me. Mean, About Doom and Gloom. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> And it was, and I remember one time I would get in fight, you know, he'd eventually get his way to the city manager's office and I'd talk to him. And, and we one time got into a fight whether it was better to use a debit card or a credit card. That's the kind oh, of guy what? that he wow. enjoyed having fights because on a credit card he was getting points. And that's not, my thing was, well, with the debit card you're paying cash and thus. You know, you know how much you you're spending. To, yeah, you're limited, you know what you're spending. Anyway, but the thing is we were able to keep talking and continuing to have a conversation and he was a an older jewish gentleman and one time a guy that we jointly knew who had passed away he invited me to the shiva that occurred after the the funeral and i'm I'm not jewish i've never been to a, a jewish event like that before and it was a little uncomfortable for me and he but he said you know hey you know, it's because those are the conversations we continue to have and because of the respect I was showing him and then the, eventually the respect he was showing me. He said, come to me with this. And I said, well, again, uncomfortable. I was like, all right, fine, I'll, I'll go. And it was it was an incredible opportunity to sit and really to understand and to talk to him in a sense that went beyond just sometimes the the arguments and or the
4: stereotypes the
3: stereotypes that you sometimes get yeah. into and it was it really was just one of those times where especially after I when I was leaving that organization he was he was like you know you're one of the few people that I could talk to that I could and you know I didn't have to agree with him but we did have that opportunity though to better understand each other and I think that's what we all need to try to get more towards is that ability to respect and understand each other And it's, we'd be be surprised, I think, at how much more we could be able to get done together as a society if we did that. Oh, I
4: love it. It's profound.
0: (laughs) Whew, that was a lot of questions. Yeah,
1: that was great.
0: Okay. Um, Interns, excellent job. (laughs) Excellent job.
1: When I next see intern uh, city manager Ed Broussard, I want to. Ask him about if he saw the new Ghostbusters remake, uh, new like a year, year and a half oh, old, yeah. because they reference the mayor from Jaws a couple of times. So they're mm-hmm. like, "Don't be like the mayor from Jaws," and he goes, "Don't ever compare me to the mayor from Jaws." <laughs> 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 kind of alluding that public service people really measure themselves up against these fictional city <laughs> management people. <laughs> and it's interesting to see that our city management people do as well as the mayor of New York in Ghostbusters.
0: It's very true. I am going to make Ed Broussard a shirt here at the Innovation Pipeline that is. A super huge Jaws reference. So I'm excited
1: for that, and I'm going to get Stephanie Franklin a Job of the Hut, uh, uh, thing. <laughs> says, yeah. I just think he's a cutie. <laughs> Quote <laughs> Stephanie Franklin. <laughs> oh
0: man, so good. Uh huh. They were very good, very funny the whole time, and um, that's what it takes to be a successful intern here at the Roses and Weeds. Yes. So we're really excited to have them back next week for part two of rapid fire questions with the city manager. All right. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, there's always our outro, which is if you have questions for the Roses and Weeds, you can send them to public relations at TylerTexas.com, or you can hashtag Roses and Weeds on any city of Tyler Media. And if you have a topic that you want to suggest... Go ahead and send it our way. We're always excited to dig into the weeds and smell all the roses. I'm really bad at this intro stuff. No. You need to stick that with it. That was great.
1: It. You got it. You, that, was, that was excellent. I loved it. I'll also add, we're so proud of our city primarily and we think it's a yeah. very beautiful place. We really want to get the word out about how special it is. The way you can help do that is give this thing five stars on iTunes. It's picking you up steam a little bit on listens lately. We want to keep that going yeah. and have more people be introduced to the wonderful place we, we call Tyler. So whether you're a brand new listener or been listening for a little while, please give us five tunes. Uh, five tunes? Yeah, give us five, five tunes. Five tunes on iStars. Yeah,
0: five tunes on iStars. <laughs> like, as
1: they say, i but I'm, a, I'm a professional. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, just give us five tunes on I-Stars. It stars It would really mean a lot to us.
0: Yeah. And tell your friends.
1: Uh-huh. Bye.
2: was that too much banter
1: i think it was good was
0: four minutes of banter i think that's great okay
1: we really want to bookend it with us yeah that's true i want our personalities inextricably tied to this production (laughs) (laughs) very challenging to untentacle from this what the show is we
0: are that terrible morning glory vine that's Uh all over my garden currently yes they're just in there (laughs) okay